your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we're going to recap the 8-3 win for the Wild over the Avalanche last night. We'll take a look at uh, some things that uh, I thought went very well for the team. We'll play overreaction or not. And we will continue to uh, look ahead to what is coming up next for the Wild. Uh, We'll look at uh, some of the great performances from last night's game as well. So uh, recap heavy here today, but uh, we will also start to shift our focus to the St. Louis Blues as well. I'm your host, Seth Topal. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Locked on Wild. Let's get right to it. Eight to three. The Wilds got the win last night over the Avalanche. Uh, No, that score is not a typo. Uh, The Wild with three goals in the first, two in the second, three in the third. Uh, Another big second period for the Avalanche. But for the Wild, it was uh, not an issue as they were able to bookend that scoring and uh, take control of the game early. And honestly, you can just simplify it to the fact that it looks like a wild team that had simply had enough. They were tired of um, the results that they were getting against the Avalanche. We saw some of that kind of boil over at the end of Monday night's game, and uh, they just looked like a team that just was not going to accept any other outcome other than a win uh, against the uh, Avalanche last night. Uh, You look at uh, the scoring, just for those that uh, weren't able to catch the game, Uh, It was uh, pretty emphatic early on as uh, the Wilds got a uh, power play goal. More on the power play later. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov with a power play goal to get the scoring started four minutes in. uh, Assisted by Victor Rask and Jared Spurgeon. Luke Johnson getting his first NHL goal. uh, Assisted by Kyle Rau and Carson Soucy. And then uh, Kevin Fiala with a power play goal in the first period. Assisted by Jared Spurgeon and Victor Rask. Uh, and so we have a 3 nothing score at uh, that point heading into the second period. As expected, the Avalanche made their charge. Nathan McKinnon gets a power play goal just 34 seconds into the f- second period to make it 3-1. to one. But then Ryan Hartman answers unassisted to make it 4-1. to one. Andre Burkowski gets a goal to make it 4-2. Uh, the closest the Avalanche would get would be 4-3 as Miko Rantanen had a power play goal his 22nd of the year. But to cap the scoring in the second period, Kirill Kaprizov gets his second goal of the night, also a power play goal, assisted by Jared Spurgeon and Kevin Fiala to make it 5-3. Kevin Fiala then scored in the third period once, uh, t- with an assist from Nick Benino to make it 6-3. Jewel Erickson-Eck scored, assisted by Jordan Greenway and Zach Parisi to make it 7-3. And then Kevin Fiala capped his night with a hat trick, scoring on a power play goal, assisted by Victor Rask and Kirill Kaprizov uh, to make it 8-3, and that is where the scoring stopped. Um, looking at the performances Obviously, you had Kevin Fiala with three goals and an assist. Kirill Kaprizov with two goals. 
himself as well as an assist. Uh, Victor Rask with three assists. Jared Spurgeon with three assists. Uh, goals as well for Luke Johnson, Jewel Erickson-Eck, and Ryan Hartman. So uh, all around a really good night for the Wild. Cam Talbot had uh, just the three goals allowed. He had uh, 29 saves on 32 shots. And uh, I think the crazy thing is uh, you look at some of the numbers for the Wild. They had eight goals on 19 shots. And uh, for Philip Grubauer, who had been rolling right along, and this Avalanche team had been rolling right along, um, they were unbeaten in uh, their previous 15 games, 13-0-2. The Wild really just uh, slammed the door and uh, never looked back. They, uh, They played very, very crisp hockey. Uh, you look at the goal by Kirill Kaprizov on the power play to start the scoring. Uh, Kaprizov just in the perfect spot and a great pass across the uh, the crease that allowed him to just tap uh, tap the puck in for that first goal. Uh, the positioning just was way better for the Wild um, in last night's game. And I, I mean, even having McKinnon and uh, Rantanen score that uh, that did not hurt the Wild at all. And uh, they were able to get a uh, a much needed win, and I think a much needed boost heading into the uh, series against the St. Louis Blues. Um, four for five were the Wild on the power play last night, and uh, they held the Avalanche to uh, two of seven on the power play themselves. So the Wilds um, actually have vaulted all the way up to twenty seventh. In power play percentage, uh, Anaheim now dead last at 11.5%. The Wild at 27th at 14.8%, just behind Ottawa, who is at an even 15. So the Wild's power play starting to get a little bit better. Uh, the penalty kill, third in the entire NHL at 84.9%. So that continues to be a massive plus for the Wild. And now we're starting to see some power play goals as well. So uh, some encouraging signs. After last night's game, of course, we'll take eight goals anytime we can get that, but that's obviously not going to be something that you can expect every night. Uh, what you hope for, though, is uh, is what we saw from Kirill Kaprizov and Kevin Fiala as well, those two kind of leading the charge on offense. And uh, we just continue to see crazy things from Kirill Kaprizov in his uh, first season in the NHL, just continuing to rewrite the record book for uh, the Wild franchise uh, for rookie performance. So some really great things to take away from last night's game and uh, a fun one to watch for sure as uh, as this Wild team just uh, just gave it to the uh, the Avalanche last night. Coming up next, we'll continue to look at some of the positives from last night's game as we play Overreaction or Not. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. The NFL is currently in the offseason, so no games there. But the NBA and the NHL, of course, are in full swing. Major League Baseball is back. And it's Masters Week. No better time to put some money down on who you think ends up winning the Masters. BetOnline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV for those not-so-sports fans. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is simply the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. 
So head over to betonline.ag on your mobile device or your laptop and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And make sure to use that promo code LOCKED ON at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Continuing our reaction to last night's 8-3 win for the Wild over the Avalanche, we're going to play a little overreaction or not. And uh, I want to start with something that uh, we did discuss and has been a little bit of an issue all season long. The uh, Minnesota Wild power play after the team went 4-5 for last night is fixed. And... I'm going to go a little bit off of the uh, off the rules of this game, and uh, I'm going to say it's not an overreaction, and uh, it's it's not quite there, but it's certainly encouraging. Uh, just with some of the things that we saw last night, um, even just simple positioning, uh, as I alluded to. Uh, Earlier in the show, uh, Kirill Kaprizov on his first power play goal, just really well uh, set in front of the net and had a great pass across the crease for the tap-in power play goal. And uh, just a lot of the uh, the other shots that the Wilds took last night as well, just some great crisp passes, which led to some uh, great opportunities uh, for the Wild to uh, to cash in on Philip Grubauer. And uh, Kevin Fiala had a, uh, a very successful night with three goals on eight shots, and uh, he had a couple of power play goals as well. It just uh, it, it seemed like something that, uh, that the Wilds had, uh, had been working on in practice. Uh, not sure if that's the case or not, but seemed like something that the Wild had been putting some time in, and uh, as a result, we saw some, uh, some really good things from that power play finally uh, in last night's game. Uh, now 27th. In, uh, in the NHL and power play percentage. So starting to pull up after that uh, dreadful start to the power play this year. And uh, so I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's fixed yet, but it's certainly trending in the right direction. And hopefully is something that we see continue here uh, over the, uh, the rest of the season. So not an overreaction, or uh, or anything like that, but uh, but certainly getting to where uh, things need to be um, in order to uh, be a successful team. So next up, we're going to talk about Kevin Fiala, and I, I mentioned this a couple of days ago that uh, there may be this notion that he is having a, a bit of an off year, just because uh, he's kind of gone few and far in between uh, with goals at points. This season, but uh, I don't think there's any doubt that uh, that Fiala is uh, is back with a vengeance after his performance last night. And so, overreaction or not, Kevin Fiala is set to go on a nice little scoring run after his production last night. And I don't think that is an overreaction with what we saw from Fiala last year down the stretch, and with what we have seen from him throughout his uh, wild career. He tends to uh, to get hot and to uh, to go on a nice little roll. So I think the uh, St. Louis Blues should be keeping an eye out because uh, they may get a, uh, a motivated and red-hot Fiala to go along with uh, everybody else 
that uh, has been playing well for this team. So uh, that is not an overreaction. I think Fiala is uh, is going to get uh, get going here and uh, go on a nice little run, and that's going to do nothing but help this team as uh, as we move forward. Uh, next, I want to go to the uh, the Wilds line combinations, and uh, we saw Matt Zuccarello uh, come back last night. We also saw the return of Zach Parisi, and we saw Kirill Kaprizov continue to be matched up with Jewel Eriksson-Eck and Jordan Greenway, and uh, we saw Kevin Fiala matched up with Victor Rask and Matt Zuccarello, and um, so overreaction or not, that uh, those should be the Wilds line combinations going forward as long as they're productive. That's that's the thing with any line combinations uh, in, in the NHL is they're going to continue as long as the players that are part of them are, uh, are productive together. If they're not, then, uh, then we will see some changes. And so uh, at least for now, I don't think that's an overreaction to say that those uh, should be the Wilds line combinations um, as we continue through the later stages of the season. I mean, Kaprizov looks right at home with Greenway and uh, and Erickson Eck, and uh, Kevin Fiala certainly uh, was the beneficiary of some uh, some nice crisp passes from Victor Rask. Uh, Matt Zuccarello was uh, a little quiet last night, but honestly, when a team scores eight goals, you can have some players who have a little bit of an off night or a quiet night, and uh, and it doesn't really hurt you. Um, Zach Parisi also coming back into the lineup last night was uh, was a welcome addition just to help solidify some of those, uh, those bottom two pairings. Uh, so uh, we saw some really good things with those top two lines, and so I think you keep those rolling as long as they're productive. If you need to make some changes, well, then uh, then Dean will certainly do that, and uh, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. But it just it was nice to see the Wild um, take care of business and uh, and let some frustration out on the uh, the Avalanche last night. So that was uh, overreaction or not. Coming up next, we'll take a look at some wild news and also start to look ahead to the upcoming series against the St. Louis Blues. But first, I want to talk to you about rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, all at rockauto.com. Make sure you are a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insight, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Found an interesting note from Wild GM Bill Guerin ahead of Monday's trade deadline. Guerin appearing on the Chirp 
and uh, talking about the team's approach to the deadline and uh, a lengthy quote from Garen, but definitely worth the read. Uh, Approaching the deadline, I'm not going to sell the farm just for a rental that's going to blow town in a couple months, Garen said on the Chirp podcast. We still want to build. We still want to accumulate prospects and draft picks and things like that because we're kind of building on the go. But when I say that we are all in, yeah, we're all in because we want to win and we expect to win every night and we expect our players to do the same. And honestly, that may come as uh, as disappointing to some who uh, are really hoping that this team's going to make a major impact move, the likes of uh, Jack Eichel or someone along those lines. But honestly, it's the right approach for this team to uh, to take because they had such a successful draft with uh, with Garen and Judd Brackett that uh, the last thing that this team really needs to do is to uh, to jettison their uh, their draft picks this season. Now, if it comes at uh, acquiring a player who maybe has uh, a couple of years of control and is not uh, a rental, as uh, as Garen said, then yeah, let's uh, let's do it. But if it's going to be a um, if it's going to be a situation the Wild had with the Martin Hansel trade, then yeah, we uh, we probably don't want to do that. Something that makes sense and something that shows this team that uh, management believes that they can make a run. Um, those are the kinds of moves that uh, that Garen will be looking to make um, for this team, but not sacrificing the future or uh, or doing anything that's going to um, put this team in jeopardy. Because you know, why would we not want to give Garen and Brackett uh, another opportunity to uh, to just nail a draft like they did with Marco Rossi and uh, all the other players that uh, that they acquired? in this uh, this past draft. We uh, we definitely want them to get another opportunity to do that uh, with a full arsenal of picks and with the Pittsburgh Penguins' first-round pick coming up as well. Um, now, that could be a, uh, a an easy spot for the Wild to acquire a, a player that will help them out because they do have that uh, additional first-round pick. But uh, it's it's going to be Garen's decision, and uh, and it will be up to him just what this team uh, elects to do uh, at the uh, at the deadline, which, again, is coming up on Monday. We will, of course, be all over it. So if there's anything that does happen, uh, we'll make sure to uh, to keep you covered and, uh, and react to it accordingly um, if the Wild do make a move. Looking at the standings, the Wild now just two points back of the Vegas Golden Knights after the uh, Golden Knights were beaten by the St. Louis Blues. And uh, the Avalanche still have 56 points, top spot in the West. Uh, the Wild now with 50 points at 24, 12, and 2. And uh, they are still within striking distance of the Avalanche with um, the final kind of stretch of the season uh, coming to us. Uh, the Wild will start their series at the Blues Tomorrow, we'll, uh, we'll preview that a little bit more in depth um, on tomorrow's show. But you look at uh, what the Wild have remaining this season. They are done with the Colorado Avalanche, but uh, they still face the St. Louis Blues seven times. They uh, will play the San Jose Sharks three more games, Arizona three more games, 
the Vegas Golden Knights two more games and the Anaheim Ducks two more games as well as the regular season comes to an end on May 8th. And then after that, it is playoff time. So uh, not much of the season left, but still some time for the Wilds to uh, solidify their spot in the uh, the West standings ahead of uh, some possible playoff series. Not sure really who they would play at this point. It'll be one of those top four teams, but uh, that's that's the fun part is we get to just kind of let it play out and uh, and hope that uh, that the Wild put themselves in a good spot. On tomorrow's show, we will hand out our Locked On Wild Locked In Player of the Week. We'll preview the series against the St. Louis Blues and uh, plenty more. So you'll want to make sure to tune in to tomorrow's episode of Locked On Wild. Make sure to follow the show at Locked On Wild on Twitter and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Seth Topes. And, uh, of course, make sure to check out Locked on Blues to get uh, a little bit better sense of uh, what St. Louis is bringing to the table when that series starts up tomorrow night. That'll do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Enjoy the rest of your day. We will be back with you tomorrow.